This is a segment of the Travel Podcast that will explain my experience after being robbed in Italy over April break in 2015. It will show the conflicts that arose due to the decisions that were made, such as bringing our luggage that contained our passports, then parking in a public place where it was easy to access. I walked past the trees on the sidewalk, stepping closer to our black rental car that was parked on the side of a busy street in Rome. I kept asking myself if that was our car. I remember the four luggages in the trunk, too small and too large, but as I walked closer, there was nothing there. My dad kept explaining to us where the thieves opened the trunk of the car. My seven-year-old brother began to cry at my mother's feet, and my mother shouting that we needed to go to the police and report the robbery. I stood there shocked at what happened. I was speechless. There were no tears streaming down my face, but the warmth in my face disappeared. How did you feel after being robbed in Italy? After being robbed in Italy, I have felt devastated. I felt this way because everything was lost. All my clothes and everything that we had bought there. Also, our passports were lost and that was the only way that we could get back to America, which was pretty bad. After the robbery had occurred, were you scared when you realized that you had been robbed? No, I was not scared that we have been robbed. Instead, I was shocked. I was shocked because when we went to the museum that day, I expected to come back to the car with everything fine and go back to the place that we were staying. Instead, we had been robbed and all of our things were gone. The day started with a beautiful morning in April 2015. After doing a road trip through Italy, passing through Lucerne and Venice, we were coming up to the last two days that were going to be spent in Rome. Packing up to leave the apartment that we rented, my dad decided that we should take the luggage so that we wouldn't have to return to the apartment to pick up our things. The owner of the apartment specifically told us the night before that any belongings should be left in the apartment because robberies and pickpocketing was common in Rome. But knowing the type of person my dad is, he completely disregarded the precautions the owner gave us. How did you feel about the decision dad made to bring the luggage into Rome? I told him many times to leave the luggage in the Airbnb that we were renting. I was not comfortable with taking the luggage with us, especially since the Airbnb owner had already offered to have the luggage there, and he had told us not to take it in the car. As we were packing our things and putting the luggage in the car, my mother was telling us about the amazing museums we were about to see. They were called the St. Angelo Museum and the Vatican Museum. We were on our way, my dad driving with my mom by his side, explaining to him how glorious this experience was going to be for our family. My brother sat next to me playing on his tablet, and I would listen to the ongoing loop of Love Me Like You Do by Ellie Golden on every station on the radio, and the constant breaks of the GPS directing us to the Vatican Museum. We 
were minutes away from the museum, my dad began to look for parking and continued to ask whether we should park on the street or in a private lot. My mom repeatedly told him that we should park in a private lot, but again he disregarded the opinion my mother gave. I remember parking next to a busy street. There were many cars and tourists. It was a square with a garden in the middle and a barrier so tourists wouldn't enter the area. There were many cars in front and behind ours, and my mom covered the luggage with blankets so it wouldn't be seen through the window. The only thing I didn't leave behind was my pink backpack with my phone and notebook. After everything we thought was secure, we locked the doors and walked towards the museum that was a couple blocks away. Did you think anything would happen to the luggage at the time when you left it in the car? No, I didn't think that anyone was going to take the luggage or break into the car or take anything because the car was parked in a very public area, high trafficked by many people. So I never thought that the thieves would take it from such a publicly viewed area. Hours passed and we were finally on our way back to the car, exhausted from the day that we had just experienced. It was around four in the afternoon. I was ahead of the rest of my family. I was walking closer to the car when I realized there was nothing in the trunk. I asked my dad if he was sure this was our car, and it was. There was nothing there. The amazing masks that we had bought from Venice had disappeared. Our clothes and our souvenirs were gone, and most importantly, our passports were gone. My brother started sobbing. My dad started looking for any remains in the car. My mom started yelling and telling us that we had to go to the police, and people passed by and stared at our family. People wouldn't ask us if we needed help. They just walked on by, pretending that nothing was going on. I got into the car, scared that the robbers might come back and do something to us. There were thoughts running through my head on how we were going to get home. We drove to the police station, walking through the glass doors into a room where there was a glass with a guard behind it. He spoke to us through a microphone that transmitted his voice into a small speaker on the other end. My mom and dad told him that everything was stolen from our car. He led us through the door that was securing the station. My mom and dad went into a separate room with an investigator, while my brother and I stayed behind and watched criminals come in and out of the room. I don't remember much of what happened at this time, but I do remember the investigator coming out and telling us that there was not much hope that we would get our belongings back before our flight in 32 hours. After going to the police, what was the next thing that was on your mind? Well, we were all heartbroken and the only thing left to do was to continue and to move on. So we continued our trip to driving to Florence and we didn't have anything with us other than the four of us and the car. For the rest of the day, we continued our journey to Florence. There was no more time to be spent mourning the loss of our things, but we knew that today was the last day of our tour because tomorrow our day was going to be spent at the American Embassy trying to receive temporary passports to get back home. 
I remember the next morning we had already left our rental apartment, and we were a block away from the American embassy. There was an American flag hanging by the front door of the building. The building had large and thick golden barrier doors. We walked through, and there was a metal detector that my family and I had to go through. As we walked through, policemen and women would pat us down and ask my mom and dad why we were here today. After going through security, I remember waiting in a large hall. There were chairs and tables filled with magazines and newspaper. My mom would constantly be called up and asked millions of questions for security purposes. We were there for hours and hours. Time would seem to pass by so slow. My brother and I would play charades so that time would pass quicker, but even then with a game, did time not pass fast enough? Looking at the robbery that happened in 2015, how did it change you as a person? The way the robbery changed me in 2015 was it made me become more aware and made me want to make sure I had everything that I needed and that nobody would take it away from me. Due to the amount of time that passed from 2015 to now, there is nothing else I remember from the rest of our trip. There was one thing I do remember that my mom told me. She said to me the night of the robbery, everything is replaceable. They didn't take anything that is worth dying for, and we can always get it back another day. (laughs) 